I spent Tuesday morning birding in Port Wing, Wisconsin. On the way home, I stopped at a lovely birding hotspot called the Roy Johnson Wetlands. I heard one LeConte sparrow singing and added a new species to my Douglas County list, a dick sizzle. That's the furthest north I've seen any in the state. Dick sizzles are a prairie species found mainly in the middle of the continent, but they sometimes turn up in large numbers in unexpected places. This seems related to serious droughts in their normal range. Southern Minnesota and Wisconsin are part of where dick sizzles are found every year. I got my lifer at Governor Dodge State Park in Iowa County in the driftless area of Wisconsin east of Madison way back in 1977. And over the years, I've seen them in Dane and Columbia counties, too. I've had several sightings in places like Iowa and Oklahoma, but the only one I ever saw in northern Minnesota was at a feeder up the shore back in 1988, which was an extreme drought year in the plains. The biggest eruption of dick sizzles into Minnesota, bringing birds into every county of the state except Cook, was in 2012, another extreme drought year. I don't know if the drought conditions in the West are contributing again, but this year, dick sizzles have been turning up in many places in the Northland. I was thrilled about my Douglas County bird, but when I got back to my car, I had a text message from a Duluth birder saying he'd found over 40 in northern Carleton County in Minnesota. On Thursday morning, I went to the Saxon Bog. I was mainly wanting to record and photograph a staked-out Connecticut warbler, a stakeout being a cool or unusual bird that sticks around for at least several days in pretty much the exact same spot. After spending an hour with that lovely thing, I made a few more stops on Arcola Road, and that's where I found the dick sizzle. Birders told me they'd seen more in other fields, too. So 2021 is turning out to be a great year to see a dick sizzle in the Northland. Dick sizzles have enough bright yellow beneath with a black band around the throat that from the front they look a bit like a smallish meadowlark with a very stout bill. For a while, they were placed in the blackbird family with meadowlarks and bobolinks. Their relationship to other birds is still uncertain, but ornithologists currently place them in the family cardinality with cardinals, buntings, and other stout-billed birds. When they're around at all, they're pretty easy to find in overgrown pastures, savannas, and croplands. They sing their short, distinctive song over and over, and when you notice it, it's not usually hard to find the singer. They sometimes sing from shrubs and shrubby trees, often at the very top. Even more conspicuously, they very often sing from fences, posts, and power lines, and they don't seem very shy at all when we point a camera or a microphone toward them. In winter, when dick sizzles gravitate to the Llanos of Venezuela, they're entirely granivorous. During the breeding season, when they need much more protein, their diet becomes about two-thirds insects, especially grasshoppers, caterpillars, termites, and flies. 
As they stoke up before and during fall migration here in the States, they're still consuming plenty of insects. At that point, their diet is about one-third insects. They forage on the ground where they're hard to watch, so are easiest to find and see during the time when males are singing, mainly through June and the first half of July. They're territorial during nesting, but once their young become independent, the birds become gregarious, joining large flocks. In the same fields where I saw one in the bog and one at the Roy Johnson wetlands, I also had plenty of bobolinks, eastern meadowlarks, red-winged blackbirds, sedge wrens, several sparrows, and other cool birds. I ended up turning my back on the dixissel in the bog when a black-billed cuckoo distracted me. So a search in country fields for dick sissels is pretty rewarding, no matter what. We Northlanders don't usually get to see them at all up here. So during this exceptional year of plenty, it's a good idea to get out there and enjoy them. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.